Welcome to the Introverted Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Erica Van Slyke. My soul's mission on this planet is to help fellow introverts grow their online influence in a state of feminine flow and ease. While battling the woes of depression, anxiety, and even mom guilt, I've somehow managed to build a six-figure blog without the use of social media and without sacrificing my mental health. If I can do it, you can too. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome back to episode 53 of the Introverted Influencer Podcast. Hugs and kisses of the virtual nature to you, my love. Thanks for joining me for another week, another message. And I really hope that those of you who probably blogger-oriented, influencer-oriented in particular, that you really got a lot out of last week's super strategy, practical interview with last week's guests. She, and if you didn't listen, you need to go back. It's packed full of strategy for bloggers in the modern day age, because blogging changes so much from year to year. So if you think you know it all, I don't know. I would go back and listen to that because you may just be surprised on actual ways of gaining traffic and traction in a digital sense, whether that is ad revenue, affiliate commission, or digital products. You can get some pretty good ideas, I think, from, from checking back in to last week's episode. So moving on to a solo message today. We are back to more of the mindset, less of the practical, but nonetheless, mindset is incredibly powerful. So I was listening to a podcast and it was all about stepping through doubt especially for women, why do we doubt ourselves so much? Why does it seem men are so much more confident than women? And so the speaker on this podcast, her name is Kelly Thompson. And she she has a book called Closing the Confidence Gap. But basically she has been a leader and a motivational speaker for women for, uh, I don't know, the past 15 years. But she goes to these really large, like Fortune 500 companies and works with women specifically to get behind, like, why are they not speaking up? Why do they doubt themselves? Why are they stagnating in their career? And a lot of it came down to Obviously, we're raised differently than men, so we're raised to not to not rock the boat and to we're worried more about people liking us and people accepting us and thinking we're nice versus actually just doing what we've got to do to get the to get the thing done, even if that means others don't approve of us. But something that 
really resonated with me. She, she's a mother. So she, she put it in these terms and I've got young children of my own. So it just struck me and I wanted to share that with you today. And it, what's even better about this message is it really, it ties back into some of the themes I've touched on in earlier episodes, particularly with healing, the importance of healing our inner child. And a few weeks ago, I had an expert who has pretty much dedicated her life to inner child healing modalities. So if you haven't listened to that episode, you should go back and listen. But essentially so many of the blocks, the roadblocks that we hit, whether that's in relationships or in pursuit of our dreams and our growth, so much of that is really just unresolved issues from our childhood and our adolescence that we kind of bury down, suppress, and it's like rearing its ugly head in our adult lives until we are willing to work through it and make peace with it and move on. So this is this phenomenon that Kelly Thompson speaks about, uh, the way she introduced it. She's like, okay, so if you're a mom and think about like when you're trying to tell your kid, okay, hey, you need to clean your room or you need to do the dishes or you need to do the laundry, the child, I swear, and this frustrates the living daylights out of me. It's always, oh, but first, can I finish this television show? Or, but first, you know, I'll clean the room, but first, I've got like 10 minutes left on this video game. Or, you know, some of the excuses are just, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> It's just incredible the way they procrastinate and it drives me crazy, especially with homework. Cause I used to be like straight A student and I was the type, as soon as I get home, I'm going to do my damn homework. So then I can play, like, I want to get it out of the way with, but my boys, for some reason, it's always some excuse, but first this, but first I got to do that. And we think it's so ridiculous, right? And it frustrates the living daylights out of us as adults and especially as parents. But the insane thing is we are doing this in our own way as grown ass adults. Yes, we do it. So let me explain how we're doing it. This whole but first phenomenon. Say this podcast, for example, for a few years prior to me starting this podcast, I was doing really well in my blog and I had that, that little nudge that I want to help women like on a deeper level because I've struggled so much with depression and anxiety and And I know I'm getting so much better. I feel like I have so much to share. Okay. But then it's like, but first, 
before I can help other women, I need to, I need to really position myself as an expert. So I need to probably get some sort of like training, like maybe an EFT or hypnotherapy, or I need to be, before I can come out as an expert in my field on blogging and advise others on how to reach their dreams through digital influencing, I need to be making X amount of dollars or I need to have like so many Instagram followers or so many subscribers on my email list before I can do the thing that I'm being called to do. Maybe in your unique situation, you're called, you're feeling called to, I don't know, ask, ask for a raise. Maybe you're not an entrepreneur, but you don't feel valued and you know you are worth more, but you're kind of putting off the discomfort of approaching your boss for more compensation. I know I've been there. I was terrified to ask. I never even, this, ooh, this makes me mad. I never, ever, when I was a marketing professional, ever had the guts to ask for a raise. I asked for a performance view review. It got delayed. Then it got called off and I was relieved that it did because I was so nervous of the rejection or as coming off as ungrateful. And, and while it was being delayed, it was like, oh, but first, you know, I'll ask them again or I'll ask them when, when can we reschedule this? But first I need to hit these numbers of traffic or these metrics, or I need to bring in all of these cells for him before I am worthy to ask for more. Even though when I did the numbers, it was like, obviously I was making him tons of money, right? It, it is, it is procrastination. It's the same procrastination as we probably did as children in some way, or as our children do to us that drive us insane. It's this, okay, there's going to be a certain level of discomfort when we pursue what we want out of life, whether that's being a beginner or perhaps facing rejection, or maybe hearing what we don't want to hear, there's a discomfort in that. So we're procrastinating, just as our children don't want to be uncomfortable doing their homework, so they'd rather sit and like veg out on TV and then just continue to delay it and say, but first, but first this, but first let me finish the last five minutes of this episode, whatever. So there was a moment when I had just gotten so sick of feeling kind of silly and feeling like, oh my God, I just keep putting this off. It's driving me insane that I'm not being the fearless woman I know I should be by just listening to that nudge. I know that it always pays off somehow, some way. There was the nudge for the blog eight eight years ago. And thank God I didn't think too much about it. I guess because the blog didn't feel like too much discomfort. It was more maybe just learning and being a beginner, but 
it was more for fun. So I guess I didn't procrastinate there, but at least I have that frame of reference to go back to. So there's the frame of reference of how good it felt to finally do the thing and not procrastinate. And then on top of that, I can look back years and years down the road and see how I was ultimately rewarded for stepping through the discomfort and the unknown. Because there was, when I did turn the blog into a business, there was some discomfort there. And when it gained more popularity, having to show up at new levels and risk criticism, that was a degree of discomfort. So what is it that you're saying, but first to? What is it? A raise? Finally asking for what you're worth? Finally starting that business? Finally showing up on social media? Or maybe it's pursuing a speaking gig. (laughs) Whatever it is, it might help if you can kind of internalize this message and see what's going on, especially if you're a mom and you're annoyed with your kids for doing the same thing because it really did that message from Kelly Thompson when she worded it in that manner. You know, we can say procrastination, but it was just so visceral when when I heard it that way. So circling back to my personal story of this podcast, I'd been putting off speaking. It's my biggest fear, but I just just the way podcasts are such a popular medium, I I had a feeling if I really wanted to to reach women, my particular audience and change their lives. My life has been changed by podcasts myself. So I'm like, okay, it's what I'm going to have to do. And it's so uncomfortable, but I'm I'm sick of putting this off. And I'd love to say that I just did it and I didn't wait for the butt first, but I kind of did. So I started the podcast when I was at the absolute apex of my, not only my personal life, but my career. And so I had just manifested my dream home and I had just had the biggest year in my business ever. And so right after that, it was like, okay, now, now I have the accolades. I'm using like air quotes to position myself as worthy enough to help others and be a podcast host because I'd like met those two arbitrary requirements for myself. I know it's weird, but so I did it. And I stepped through the discomfort and guess what? This whole, but first, and then, yeah, okay, well, I I marked the check, the check items off the list and guess what y'all three months into me starting this podcast and coming out as not only like this expert on blogging, but like 
someone who should completely understand manifestation and energetics, well, shit, I was hit with a whirlwind of challenges that completely made me second guess not only my worth as like a blogger and an entrepreneur and a businesswoman and a someone who is versed in all the woo-woo and the manifestation practices and the spiritual practices, but it also made me second guess my personal worth. I was hit with some challenges in my personal life as a parent. I I had some stuff going on with a child that was uh it was it was scary. I lost 37% of my business. And I'm not saying this all for like some kind of pity party or woe is me. I am just trying to show you here that this whole but first notion is completely futile because that's just, that's just our ego grasping for straws, for grasping for some semblance of control and order in a world that is entirely unpredictable. So given that, We really have no control over what happens tomorrow. We're also not guaranteed tomorrow. So why the hell are you going to continue to delay whatever goal it is you know deep down your soul is calling you to pursue? And you know, the more you put it off, the actually, personally, I started to kind of hate myself. Yeah, there might be some unhealed issues there with the self-loathing, but I kind of get like that. I can be a little hard on myself. So like the self-loathing will continue to creep in. And then when you start to self-loathe, You know, the irony is we're waiting for confidence to begin, but what happens is when you continually let yourself down, I think that is such a confidence drainer. So in sharing that story, I hope you are you're motivated again and you realize just how silly you're acting when you're putting it off. All of that being said, why are we procrastinating? We're procrastinating because we don't want to feel the discomfort. But if we are comfortable day in, day out, or maybe it's week in, week out, or month in, month out. That means that we are not growing. We are not acquiring new skills. We're not putting ourselves out there. We are entirely stagnant. If we are not discomfort on 
you know, like a, a relatively consistent basis. And there are seasons in our life. I'm kind of one of those like sprinters. So there's seasons where I'm, I'm uncomfortable and I have my head down. I get the thing done. And then it's like, I reach that new level of, of competence and confidence. And then I can flow and life is good and maybe kind of comfortable. But then when it starts to get comfortable again, it's like, Ooh, I know I'm not growing and I need to do something that's out of my comfort level to up level. And with that being said, when I reflect back on 2022, it started off, I'm on top of the world and I'm finally doing all these things. I'm taking risks because things are going great. And I had the butt first and I, I checked off my self-imposed what needed to happen checklist and then everything goes haywire. And the outside, like in my material reality, would, would imply that I'm somehow failing, right? But knowing what I know about self-development, spirituality, faith, growth, I can honestly say I am proud. I am so proud of the woman I was last year because I was pretty much in a constant, constant state of discomfort in some way, which means I grew like a mofo last year and there's the sense, okay, something good's going to happen. And I'm so excited to see what that might be. But regardless, I am good with myself because I know I wasn't chicken shit. And I know I'm not chicken shit. And I know you're not either. So stop acting like it. Okay? <laughs> There's We're not guaranteed tomorrow. And this but first... You are acting like a little child and you are a grown-ass woman. You have this. You can do this, sis. I'm here for you. You got it. And I hope this message helped you. And with that being said, I just want to let you know it might sound like I'm crying or I've been crying I'm getting over, I don't know if it was a cold or allergies. Hopefully next week, my voice will be a little better. And if there is anything, any kind of experts you want, like guest interviews you would like me to cover or topics you want me to delve into, please get on Instagram. I'm on there at designing vibes and DM me and let me know what you want to hear more of. Also, let me know, do you like the guest interviews or do you like more of the solo cast? Do you like that I'm doing a mix? Please give me your feedback because I'm here doing this for you to help you. So let me know what you find helpful and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will be back next week, hopefully with a better speaking voice. 
Thank you so much for stopping by this week. I make no money from this show. Actually, it costs me money to produce and host. So the best way you can show your support for this passion project of mine is by leaving the show a five-star written review on Apple. Also, if you would like to contribute monetarily to the show, you can leave a tip in my digital tip jar, which I have the link in the show notes. You can always share it with a friend who you think could benefit from the message or even better, you can take a screenshot of this episode, upload it to your Insta stories and tag me in it at Designing Vibes. Sending you my love.